We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Are you crying? No. Are you crying? Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. You think football is still fun? Uh, yes. Sir. Yes, no. No? Sir, sir uh, it was fun. Not anymore, though, is it? Is it? No, not by No, it's not fun anymore. Not even a little bit. Just look at that. He hit the fall. That gets a free stay. <laughs> you having fun yet? Oh yeah, I'm having a blast. Thanks. Good. All right, welcome back to Big Screen Sports, the podcast where all movies are sports movies. I am your host, Kyle Banduho, and we are wrapping up Rom-Com Month with a live watch. The Big Screen Sports Patreon group has voted on and selected The Wedding Singer to be live watch. So me, Caroline Darney, and Danny Weiser sat down, watched through The Wedding Singer, a movie that absolutely slaps, absolutely love it. Uh, before we get into it, I do want to shout out that Big Screen Sports Patreon group, especially our big chill producer level patrons. That is Aaron Figueroa, Mike Schubert, Steve Rogers, Kevin Frost, Mike D, Ryan Yeager, Mike Drews, Chris Mikoski, John Crick, Sam Smith, Zach Rich, Class Stadium Fire, Jason Alva, Stephen Bow, Dan McFall, Kevin Inkman, Mac Lindsay, Kurt Ritchie, Robert Dove, Andrew Teagle, Benjamin Bauman, Jeff Esses, Anthony Scafone, and Taylor Logan. Biggest thanks to them and all of our patrons for supporting the show, for participating in the Patreon, voting in this movie. Uh, they've got some great movies on the slate for March and the March Live Watch. Uh, so if this is your first live watch, uh, how we do this is Caroline, Danny, and I will count down, start the movie. If you're watching along at home, if you're watching The Wedding Singer, you can start it at the time. If you've seen The Wedding Singer enough, like many of us have, to just go off the cuff, uh, you can do that too. Uh, but we will be in real time with the movie, so there's no editing, no no cuts. Uh, there will be an ad break when that ad break happens. If you're not listening on the Patreon feed, of course, where you can get ad-free episodes. When that ad break happens, just hit pause, pick it back up when the ads are done. Uh, but with that, I think we should we should dive right in. We're going to wrap Rom-Com Month with this, get back with a normal schedule in March. And uh, yeah, love doing these live watches and love the the uh, Big String Choice Patreon group and the Discord will will participate in a little chat, so was was happy to have everyone out to do that. So with that, me, Caroline Darney, Danny Weiser, talking the wedding singer. Okay, I am um as far as starting this movie, I am um I'm on like it's like the my screen is black. Like the new line thing hasn't even so, hasn't even gone on yet. No. Before Mine we get says, into it, purchase successful, the wedding singer. <laughs> yeah, so you're gonna need to you're gonna need to get to like the 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 black screen where you can press play, but uh, then I'll, Danny, I'll start with you. What is your relationship with, with the wedding singer before, as Caroline gets settled? Uh, we had this VHS as a kid. Uh, and this was also a big, like, 
it's Saturday afternoon on the USA channel, uh, and it's on. It's like a big on that, so I feel like I watched it a ton as a kid. It is sort of cruel that I'm having to rewatch it because it's probably been about a decade, and I literally just got the like, put a bullet in my head. I just got that song out of my head finally. This soundtrack, so. A little behind the scenes, uh, we were going to do this as a regular episode, and then Caroline and I had a scheduling issue, yeah. and so we just pushed it to a live watch. And so I've already watched it, rewatched it for the pod. Um, I have not seen the it. The soundtrack in for years. this movie is incredible. Yeah, I yeah. thought we were going to talk about the first season of Twenty Four. That's what I've been watching. So Caroline, <laughs> I woke up to. T- I I need to see. We're just making this part of the show. I woke up to text from Caroline. I understand she's on East Coast. I'm on Central Time. But at 6.57 (laughs) a.m., I am dying at 24. These writers loathe women. They're all adulterers or idiots or both. Terry Bauer finds out she's pregnant and is like, all caps, I'm going to call Jack. I know he's doing a whole terrorist plot thing. And then like three more texts at 6.57 in the morning. Being my friend is truly a treasure. (laughs) It's, It's quite the experience. Quite the I, just, I cannot get over there is a scene in which they where terry the wife and the daughter kim escape from the safe house because the safe house gets attacked this is at like 2 p.m by the way uh and they, they escape and they're in like the hills of hollywood and they she parks the car terry gets out and is like oh let me see if i can make a phone call and then the car goes off the cliff and explodes so she thinks that her daughter was in it of course she jumped out at the last second but then she gets immediate like trauma amnesia she wasn't in the accident she just no longer can remember a single thing that's happening and some like (laughs) passerby picks her up and she's like what is your name she's like i don't know (laughs) i I think it's the best show ever made it's the best show ever made Jack Bauer has committed at least 17 felonies so far. <laughs> Good stuff. I love it. Good stuff. Well, Caroline, do you have the movie pulled up? I do. I am at, I, I, the fastest I could pause it was two seconds. Perfect. That'll, that'll work well. Okay. Um, so as it's probably everybody, if this loud. is your, if this is your first live watch attending or listening, Godspeed. Uh, we're going to, yeah, Caroline, you're, I know it's going to be loud. Just, just turn it down at least a little bit. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Read your movie. Oh no! So, oh no! It's playing. This is going well. So, uh, <laughs> from the moment we start the movie, we are we are going through in real time with the wedding singer. Uh, there will be no pauses. There will be no editing on my part, which is a problem because tonight you will hear me cough a million times. <laughs> open a couple Luden's cough drops. Today's episode is sponsored unofficially by Luden's because uh, my allergies are wrecking me. Um, if you are listening on the patron feed, there will be no interruption. If you are listening on the regular Apple podcast, Spotify, whatever feed, there will be a random ad break inserted at some point in this episode. When that happens, pause your movie, then, then pick it back up. Does that all sound good to everyone who cannot respond to me? Um, <laughs> guys, are we ready to, we ready to dive in? And, and also we will have a live chat from the big screen sports Patreon group. Big thanks to everyone who is out there right now. So are we ready to start the movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I cannot put on Kay. captions. I don't know how. Okay, great. I will do uh, three. Kyle just if so it's defeated. A... <laughs> it's just. <laughs> I just. Okay, I mean, great. I'm. I'm not going to spend the time to walk you through it. Okay, great. Um, I don't... Okay. 
I'm going to say three, two, one. We're going to press play and get rolling, okay? Do we count uh-huh. in on the one? <laughs> no, you don't have to. Okay, three, two, one. And here we go. New Line Cinema. What does everyone think when they see New Line Cinema? What movie comes to mind, Danny? Uh, I, I don't know. What? Yeah, I really? Don't, I, don't, I don't know if I Oh, have my that. God. To this, so I think of Rush Hour 2. I think of the, the Lord of the Rings movies. Lord and of the I Rings think, was New Line? Yeah, it was. And Austin Powers. I'm never paying attention this early. So. so this is a movie that was on cable a lot. Yeah. And for that reason, I'm like, oh, I, you know, I haven't seen the beginning as much. And in watching this right now and then watching it on the rewatch, I'm really glad that I caught the beginning and the beginning is deeply underrated because Steve Buscemi is about to put on a Hall of Fame performance. <laughs> I, absolute one scene wonder. Can you win the Lenny Harris Pinch Hitter Award in the first scene? I A strong argument is about to be made that you can. <laughs> All right, That woman Her- dancing is my winner. Haircut notwithstanding, is this the best Adam Sandler's ever looked? I had this question when I was rewatching it. Even when he in a little bit later when he's dealing with his breakup and he's kind of looking like shit with the like the yeah. five o'clock hangover, five o'clock shadow. Uh-huh. Like I mean, Caroline, I'll defer to you here, but I mean, uh, I feel like it's the best he's ever looked. Yeah, probably. He's not I mean he's not. You know, he's not someone that you're like, oh, yeah, look at Adam Sandler. He's sexy right. as hell. But um, he's no Pedro Pascal, guys, from the SAG Awards. <laughs> oh, my. Um. Our group text the past couple days has been Jesus Christ. <laughs> Thirstiest group chat. But, between, but weirdly between Caroline and Mike. <laughs> <laughs> this is accurate, yes. It's not my fault the entire cast of Dune is unbelievably gorgeous. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, good looking folks. Uh, yeah, that's probably the best he looks. I, I mean, I, he, this is similar with uh, like Happy Gilmore. I think he has got a good, good vibe, good look. It's about yeah, the same. Two, it's it's like two, three years before this. Yeah, yeah. it's about about the same. I feel like it's he's this a better or longest yard. So the thing with this is he is probably the best person. And we're talking in just in Sandler comedies. This is like the best person he's ever been. Yes. Mm. Absolutely agree with that. Because, you know, the typical, uh, there's, love, there's a, ch- a kid being given a drink. I love that guy. Um, can we talk about how underrated Grandma's Boy is real quick? Oh, love Grandma's wow. Boy. Oh, incredible yeah. movie. I'm going to come out here and dare the patrons, patrons to nominate Grandma's Boy. I also <laughs> want to thank the patrons for nominating and voting this movie in for Rom-Com Month. It's a good choice. Is, my, is it too loud? Can you hear too much of it? No, it's actually this is actually the the calmest it's ever been on the live. <laughs> so I was it almost up. Okay, concerned you weren't actually watching it. <laughs> I've just got uh, I've just got twenty four on. <laughs> oh, shout shout out to the guy dancing with grandma with no shirt. Um, the so the one thing uh, we are extending rom com month by one week with a special guest next week, and Caroline, you need to text that that guest back in our group chat about when we're going to do that. Oh, okay, gosh. So you're busy with your fancy new job. <laughs> yeah, I'm very busy and important. Are you guys a wedding singer or a DJ? Like what band or DJ? Depends how good is the band. I mean, if it's Adam Sandler. Okay, clear clear out the fucking floor from Buscemi right here. <laughs> <laughs> Just 
incredible. Have you guys ever seen like a horrible, horrible wedding speech? No. Not in person. So I have not this same vibe. <laughs> Shemi talking about when he was in rehab. Uh, but I saw a best man speech that just... I mean, the guy just lost the plot. He had some notes up there, <laughs> but he just started rambling um, to the point where we were laughing about it with the groom later that night about how bad the speech was. Oh, but no. it was, I mean, it, I mean, it was like, a, it felt like it was probably like seven or eight minutes. It felt like 40. <laughs> He's drunk as shit. Whoops. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> when we picked up those two uh well they were prostitutes <laughs> i don't remember paying <laughs> i don't <Man>. remember <laughs> man buscemi like him and him in the sandler movies because we get a uh, big daddy when he's the unhoused person yes. his crazy eyes and mr deeds like he's always cooking so good <laughs> grabbing the guitar I mean he's easily the Lenny Harris for this movie I mean just incredible stuff alright it's early let's not go give it out awards already self talk Caroline I think I think I texted you I think I texted you that that like Buscemi was on fire when I was watching this but just absolutely incredible stuff but this is where like so Sandler comes in and he saves saves the wedding with the speech, talking about his his very special girl and his wedding upcoming. But it's it's funny. Every other movie, we're so used to him starting out the movie as one of the worst people in the world, right. and then he gets reformed. Um, like even Fifty First Dates, he's being very like shallow and how he's picking up these women. Like he's not a problematic person. Like every other part of his life seems buttoned up. But this guy, like, is J- Robbie is just generally a lovely person it's just interesting that that sandler made this choice and it works so well yeah i like now that you're saying it i'm (laughs) thinking like yeah he's the absolute pits in every single like even like longest yard not just the happy madison stuff he's the pits at the beginning he's awful shout out uh tidewater cajun in the chat said Yes, my friend's maid of honor tried to recreate the marriage scene from Princess no. Bride, and no one knew what she was doing. That's a tough oh, look. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Mr. Deeds is a good dude. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah, true. Mr. Deeds, besides his anger issues, and when he goes out and gets plastered with McEnroe. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the, the singer here, the... The little, I guess, the cameo with Sandler's band. So this is uh, Alexis Arquette. Yeah, who is the? I I did some research to try not to misgender this person, and it's it's very confusing to me. They went back and forth a few times. Uh, tragically passed away like ten years ago, but um, definitely looks like like their brother and sister. The Arquettes all look all look similar. Yeah, like they're all twins. This soundtrack is Caroline, fantastic. It, it slaps, and you should sing every song they sing. In- <laughs> I will take that challenge. Alan Covert in this movie is is incredible as the as it's his very limo good driving buddy. Actor. Just incredible. Yeah. Again, <laughs> uh, Grandma's boy, criminally underrated. Yeah. Yeah. He's a he's a top tier that guy. 
So here's our first look at Drew Barrymore. And I'm, I don't feel bad saying this because I ran it by Jacqueline. She agreed. This hairstyle is not for her. This this short Bob thing. Agree. I understand it was the eighties. Like everyone in this movie has bad hair. Although these mullets are coming back, which is, which is sad. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here for that. (laughs) I agree. The guy with the kissy face. Especially when you pair it with a mustache. Yeah, horny, horny grandpa. That that is always always in the Sandler movies as well. I mean, it's wild. Like again, I don't think Sandler. He'd already had the success of Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore, and um, had done his SNL run. So he had the juice to get this movie made and get it paid for. Because I, I don't think that this movie is nearly as good at the soundtrack isn't of the time and absolutely slapping. Because this was made, mm-hmm. this is set like 12 years, 12 or 13 years after it comes out. And so they really tried to nail the times with the hair. Also, shout out Christine Taylor right now, looking like she's going to ruin someone's life. And uh, <laughs> and the sound, getting the soundtrack right is deeply important. Yeah. Relax. And they did. It's so good throughout. This is also, also this conversation between Drew Barrymore and Christine Taylor when she's like, I've been wearing the ring for two years. We don't really have a, you know, we don't have a date. That doesn't really happen anymore. Like, hey, let's just get engaged and make no plans. Yeah. That's that's very much of the time of like, oh, I guess you're getting a ring, but I'm not too too serious about it. Mm-hmm. I love this. This scene so much when he doesn't know what else to do. And he's like, again. <laughs> <laughs> Just run it back. It's like, what? Yeah, see, this is where you just need to DJ. But again, this is a great scene with Sandler helping the little drunk kid out and letting him throw up. It's like, we've actually got a good person. And I would imagine in 1998, it was jarring because you've only seen him be Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison. Like, when we first see Billy Madison, it's Nudie Magazine Day. God, never been kissed is an affront to movies. <laughs> I have honestly, I I am familiar with never been kissed. I've honestly never seen it. It's really like in the sense that like, oh, look at this cute rom com, and then you realize it's literally about a teacher that thinks he's kissing a student. Mm. Yeah, even like, though she's weird. not a student, she's a full on adult, but he doesn't know that. It's very un- inappropriate on a lot. And then, like, Arquette. Speaking of Arquette, isn't that Arquette? That is her brother in it and yeah. goes back to high school. And he's definitely oh, yeah, David way too old to be. Yeah. Yeah. To be taking out high schoolers. It's in a- it's just uncomfortable. <laughs> Jason in the chat mentioning that Fever Pitch was a great look for Drew Barrymore. And I would agree. I I think I said this when he did Fever Pitch on the show, but like I love Fever Pitch, and if Jimmy Fallon had not gotten the the NBC or whatever his, his TV hosting job, actually, like he had good chemistry in a rom com with Drew Barrymore. There was yeah. there was a future be, there. Yeah, he's a solid like low budget rom com lead for sure. Yeah, although uh, <laughs> the the Jimmy Fallon Carolyn, remember I sent Rogers tweet to the chat about Jimmy Fallon showing up in Band of Brothers, which <laughs> is a completely jarring cameo. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, fever pitch rules. We're gonna have to run fever pitch back because I think. When did I do? When when did when did fever pitch happen on this on this show? 
Because I, I did it initially with you like pre-COVID with uh with Gabrielle Starr who covers the Red Sox. Did I mm. did I do it again? I don't remember. At some point, Kyle, you're just gonna have to start back from the beginning. <laughs> like whatever your first episode was, do that again, and then just go in order. First episode was Remember the Titans, and yeah, definitely. A, a like the first need fifty need to be revisited. Yeah, that's that's your plan for 2025. Just redoing all of your run it 2025. We're running it back. (laughs) Well, because I mean, we have so many episodes that don't exist with with Keith Morrison. (laughs) That's probably for the best. (laughs) New stuff. So this grandma that he's giving singing lessons to, she is forever the, the grandma from Wedding Crashers. Oh, yeah. Oh. <coughs> There's wow. the first cough of the live watch right there. Mm. Hello. I'm, I'm trying so, so many, hard not to. I'm having so many random it. flashbacks of, like, moments I didn't know I remembered. But, like, I just, seeing her on the screen, I now have the visceral memory of her just raw-handing a meatball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, why did that just pop to my head? I haven't seen this in a decade. The same thing. I just said the same thing. I'm also eating a chocolate. So I should have brought my ice cream in listeners. here, but I guess then I would have had to... <laughs> would have had to put it up and that would have been a problem um also that's a way different sound and yeah, i don't think true. i want that's that true. in my ears <laughs> i already had intercourse with eight men when she gives him the meatballs in the hand so i have a very specific thing about my hand cleanliness uh if 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 my wife was in the chat she would she would say this is true like if i'm eating something like say i'm eating a burger i eat it i take a bite and i have to wipe my hands mm. off on my paper towel like if I if I put the burger down, I have to they have to be clean. Her putting these meatballs in his bare ass hands is my literal <laughs> hell on earth. I would eat them as fast as I could so and weird. then go wash my hands fifty times. It's so, they're huge and he's just raw handing meatballs. It's so weird. <laughs> but he's such a good person. And he has to take a big ass like snow cone. He's bite such a good person. He's not telling this lady like she's insane. <laughs> Let's go, meatball. <laughs> oh, and then she grabs. Uh. Yeah, this part's the worst. She's just squishing him. Squishing him. In the sound. Also, the weird picture of like a Victorian child on her uh, on her wall. Uh, <laughs> classic grandma decor man the hair on linda we've all met some lindas it's rough who is that actress right she's been in... let's see that is uh angela featherstone what a name wow what a name kind of a she name. is Best known for playing Chloe in Friends. Hmm. Oh, oh, uh, yes, oh, friend, Caroline. Chloe. Who in Con Air is Ginny? <laughs> huh. That's not his wife, is it? That well, no. Linda what? is in Con Air. She plays a character named Ginny. Jaeger in the chat know. pointed out that, that Robbie's politeness with the meatballs is like Ted Lasso finishing the spicy Indian food. Yes, Ross's, Ross's mom and friends. Mom. 
<laughs> yeah, no one knows Wait, her she... by Chloe. Oh, oh, Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore's mom is uh, Ross's mom and friends. No, I'm talking about Linda. His Robbie's. Uh, yeah. The It'll woman take me a standing second to her up. I'll figure it out. Yeah, this is this is pretty much her. This is a really is. nice like this woman. is not cheap, and this is the ultimate. Uh, this is like the ultimate embarrassment. Yeah. Oh, he's so dumb. That's horrible. I mean, he's out a shit ton of money because this wedding is those flowers are not cheap. <laughs> this is what you get for picking an outdoor venue, though. No, uh, listen, no. No discredit to anyone who's done an outdoor venue, but you are just you're playing with all the fire in the world, picking an outdoor venue. Because now there's also nowhere reasonable for him to get away, which we're about to see. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, she's not here. Oh god. I've also not been to a wedding room. Someone didn't show up. I have not either. Sandler does simmering rage very well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That haircut on Barrymore just makes her it's like they're trying to make her look like a like a thirteen year old girl. Wow. Yeah, it's Jeff really in the chat saying his niece did an outdoor wedding in December. Ooh, where? What what state what state? Yeah, what state? Cause like even here in Texas, you're risking forty <laughs> degrees and fucking windy. Yeah. In December. I went to an outdoor December or outdoor December wedding in Texas and it had snowed the day before. Yeah, and see and like I, one of I the went three to days an, a year we get any kind of snow. I went to an outdoor November wedding in Texas and it was scorching hot. Also, shout out that Robbie's brother or Robbie's brother in law is the guy from Goodfellas who gets strung up in the meat truck. Wait. <laughs> Thanks, Freddie Krueger. Look at his hair too, this helmet ass hair. Wow, Alabama. Outdoor wedding in Go Alabama. Go back to the boiler room. <laughs> I love this whole scene. How does his hair do that? <laughs> Not a single hair is out of place. It's incredible. I mean, this is 
this is really such an interesting role. These are the only two things I've seen him in are this and Goodfellas. <laughs> what a filmography. I mean, two two perfect movies, really. Yeah, that cake wouldn't cheap oh. either. Look at this outfit. The hair, God. The hair is so good. Robbie can take solace in knowing that he is not the only guy who Linda will eventually ruin their life. Like you look Certainly. at her and that is a string of <laughs> relationships gone up in, in an inferno. Yesterday. If we're if we're talking about like defending the villain in this movie, there's one big time villain in this movie, and that's obviously uh, it's obviously Glenn. But right. Linda, this is this is a legitimate argument to like, hey, we grew apart. It's kind of like in the Wedding Planner again, a bad movie uh, that the couple just like grew apart, and they probably didn't make sense, but they went about. She went about letting him know this and the is probably as wrong a way as possible. I don't know. This isn't mm. necessarily growing she's apart. Being rude. She just has this she just sucks. Oh she's I mean she's like, incredibly <laughs> shallow. She's very, very shallow here. So what she's inferring, though, is six years ago, Robbie was a guy who you could see possibly like headlining a, a metal band or a rock band playing an arena tour or something. I just don't know if Robbie has that You're kind of energy. You're a bitch. <laughs> Kids cussing is always funny. Always. It's funny going inside. Always. Yeah, I don't know. She drops the fact is we grew apart a long time ago, but doesn't do anything about it until day of the wedding. Don't Not get me exactly wrong, she's defensible. bad. No, nope, Kyle's wow. Kyle's already like pre-defending her. He's like, I get it, you know. <laughs> Listen, I'm just th- I'm just throwing out. I'm just she, she's bad. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. she's she's terrible. Mm-hmm. I don't know, dude. Kind of sounds like you're like a really big wow. Linda fan. And I bet if weird. we could see you um, right now, your shirt just says Linda on it. I'm out on both of you. Not even a picture. Or it's just Times New Roman yeah. Linda. I'm out on both of you. Uh interrupting this pod for a wonderful tweet from uh from No Laying Up. There's a uh a, the the match is going on, one of those like golf matches, this one with Max Homa and Roy McElroy and Rose Zang and Lexi Thompson. And DJ Khaled was there, like being DJ Khaled. Um Apparently, DJ Khaled showed up and thought he was actually playing in the match tonight. Not the like, the actual match, and not that just the par three thing. Shout out Incredible. DJ Khaled! Incredible stuff. What a just absolute masterclass level of delusion that he just shows every time he's in public. He has gotten. I I obviously follow a lot of golf accounts, and uh, DJ Khaled has gotten very into golf, and it is not great. And I <laughs> I realize I'm talking over the introduction of our absolute villain Glenn Gulia, one of the worst people in rom-com history also is Gulia the worst last name you've ever heard it has, to be, be, has to be horrible Caroline hmm. if you you're on a first date with a guy and it's going great but his name is Gulia, what's the hmm. um if my first name's Julia Good we're question. gonna have a problem 
Yeah. But I'll just keep my own name. Thanks. I, I'm happy, said Julia, like a liar. <laughs> oh, my God. He was in that I Believe in Santa movie. That makes sense. Oh, wow. Really? He was also apparently in Take One Guess. Kyle. Oh, X-Files. Yes. Left hand side. He was in Suits. Revenge. I'm trying to find what X-Files episode. Because it's not jumping out at me, which I'm embarrassed about. It looks like he'd be in Suits. Special agent somebody. This dude kind of crushes the 80s look. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that fucking shirt is amazing. It's really the, good. Really, really <coughs> I like that he also just drives that limo around casually. Like, that's his get-around mm-hmm. vehicle as well. It's a great mustache, too. Mm-hmm. He's great in all these Sandler movies. So in, like, in, what, in Big Daddy, he's him and um, the other guy from Grandma's Boy play the uh, play the gay lawyers. Yep. Uh, oh, he's literally in the season other finale, finale. Like the series finale uh, of in of the X-Files? yeah. Wow, that's actually that's actually pretty like prestigious. Is it? It's not a very, Kinda. It's not a very well, good episode. Was that season not good? Oh, okay. My <laughs> I, mean, it's, I mean it's a it just wasn't a great wrap up of the original series. Got a little He's special agent Callan Brunner, which also makes sense why I didn't place it right away because getting all the way to season nine in a rewatch is difficult. It's a lot of episodes. Hmm. Yeah, Jeff gets it. Maybe Linda should have realized that uh, Robbie wasn't going to be a rock star when he was. He had like the checkered flag pillow covers, <laughs> pillowcases, and lived in a basement. Yeah, I'm just trying and to get someone to play Ding Dong. And his his address was ten seventy five and a half. <laughs> again this is why you take such a risk if you're just hiring a wedding singer like wedding bands are a big business now and you can you you know you can hire one that is you don't have to worry about but if you're just like yeah we hired this kind of this wedding singer guy you're risking him being stood up at the altar and and coming and ruining Mm. your wedding fair point also, am I tripping, or is it crazy that even the guests are color-coordinated with this wedding? Wow, yeah, I didn't even notice that. That's insane. Is that a thing? Is that ever, like, I know there's black tie weddings, but it's, like, um, where, where's think, something red in your according attire? According to TikTok, which is gospel, um, there are people that will send out, like, color palettes for guests. I think it's a little controlling, personally. That That's wild. Yeah, interesting. I also but, just realized I was like, "Wow, Christine Taylor looks like Madonna," and then I was like, "Oh, that's the idea. That's, it's the that's 80s. the whole point." Yeah. <laughs> that white suit is fucking crisp. Have a microphone, and you don't. This guy. 
This is where I was saying though that the the five o'clock shadow actually looks pretty decent on Sandler. <laughs> this is so unnecessary. <laughs> Lady with <the> sideburns. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> stop! Evil <laughs> The mutants the over at table nine. <laughs> so good, so good. I'm trying not to laugh because it'll send me into a coughing fit, but it's so good. <laughs> Buddy, <laughs> I will strangle you with my microphone wire. <laughs> when I was doing my notes for the episode that never happened, this was this was in my best scene nominations of Robbie just taking this wedding. The Tru- love stinks episode, uh, scene, yeah, very good. Truly wonderful. <laughs> Sir, one more outburst from you. <laughs> also love that this was not off the cuff and this was pre-planned. Like, he talked to his band, and he said, hey, about halfway through, I'm going to do a really sad monologue, and then we're going to play Love Stinks. That's that's exactly the thing. Of, <laughs> yeah. Listen, Robbie could be tanking it, but typically in this situation in a movie, you'd be like, hey, man, we need this money. Like, you got to get it together. And instead, they're like, fuck it. We're, we're going where he goes. Like, we're all going yeah. to be sad boys today. This is the original emo band, a sad wedding band. Yeah. <laughs> He says, by the way, we're going to do Love Stinks, and I'm going to fucking crush it. Just heads up. I got stood up at the altar, and now I'm singing Love Stinks at a Wedding is a great emo song from 2004. Love Stinks? Love Stinks! <laughs> yeah. Love Stinks! I love how he leans into it. Yeah. I like that they just dressed up a man to be the lady with the sideburns. <laughs> Also, the one guy at Table 9 is the only one not wearing red. He's also been in a ton of other things. The tall guy. Yeah, he's... The tall... Yeah, he's, um... He's... he's, he's <laughs> the one who's guy. fighting him! Ha <laughs> 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 I can't. Same venue. Does he just work at this venue? Is that how this I works? So. I would imagine he's doing, like, the circuit. Like, th- there's only a few wedding venues in this in this town, and... and and also they only booked one venue to shoot to shoot at so they they picked this yeah. one too. so this is where i'm reminded that i have seen the wedding singer on broadway they made a musical out of this really yeah there's a good song about him being in the dumpster some yeah. cops are what still interviewing some witnesses <laughs> 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 I think this is a situation where unless this is your wedding, you you love that this happened. Like I would love yeah, if I'm I was at this time. wedding as long as it was not mine and I didn't mm-hmm. like really care about the the couple that much. Right. Which to be honest is like three fourths of the weddings that you have to go to. Caroline, you were actually just at a wedding <laughs> where a friend of the show, Michael Felder, almost fought somebody, and imagine like <laughs> Michael Felder fucking up Robbie. <laughs> He would, it would be like Cam Newton. Oh my God. I can't get enough of that clip, by the way. Incredible. (laughs) Incredible. I, I want to know everything. The the one, he has like one guy in the headlock and like shoves off another dude while his hat stays on. It's, it's art. It's the whole thing is art. It's incredible. 
Bomani Jones opened his show today talking about Cam Newton and it's just has just been monologuing about Cam Newton beating just not being someone you try. She has talked to him twice out back of a wedding venue that they were both working and she just invited him to her engagement party. The eighties were weird, man, and she doesn't have many friends. That's fair. Well, she's about to agree to make her name Julia Gulia, so she's clearly not much of a decision no, maker. It's infuriating, actually, in this movie. It's getting walked <laughs> all over by the Gulia. I think Jared might be dead. They shot him. I feel like he'd be a super fun babysitter. Robbie and Adam Sandler in general. Oh, Tidewater yeah. Cajun in the chat pointing out Jimbo Fisher's nephew trying to fight Kevin Falk after the LSU A&M game. Spencer wrote something about that, like analyzing that fight picture of, of Jimbo Fisher's nephew about to get the business from Kevin Falk. And a big part of it was like the man had athletic shorts on under his khakis. Like he was ready to go <laughs> from the get go. Nervous Just breakdown. Incredible nervous stuff. breakdown. <laughs> I kind of wish I had a super Italian brother-in-law. <laughs> yeah. Damn like it, Jacqueline. Yeah. The-, <laughs> <laughs> the audacity. Well, like, so this guy married his sister. Well, so- okay, you gotta be more descriptive. It sounds like... <laughs> When you say this guy married his sister, it sounds like he married his own sister. No, <laughs> <laughs> married Robbie's sister. Yes. So it's like, so if if like a if a mega Italian guy marries my sister, I mean, I'll probably have some opinions about it. But That's it, true. It would be fun. It would okay, be, probably be fun to hang out with. <laughs> you are like a mega Italian brother-in-law who's a really nice guy, but there's a solid chance he has a dark past. Yeah, I mean, DJ Pauly D would make an incredible brother-in-law. I'm I'm all in on him. Caroline, have we ever talked about Jersey Shore? I don't think so. Are were you in on Jersey Shore? Was I in on it? I mean, what in what way? Like did I watch all I, of it? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I I I think me and my buddy Bird talk about this all the time that the first season of Jersey Shore was probably like one of the best examples of TV lightning in a bottle of all time and legitimately a perfect season of television. <laughs> yeah, bro, up top. Um, up yeah, and I absolutely love <laughs> Polly and Vinny. The I still yeah, say it, it's such a like hilariously cultural thing that I still am like Gabs are here. <laughs> Look at this kid's Gabs are here and t-shirt, t-shirt time. <laughs> yeah, the thriller jacket. He's got the glove. <laughs> Look at that. Listen. What is Sandler's jacket? It's like the ugliest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm just going to say that big screen sports Jersey Shore season one is on the table at some point. We start running out of movies. <laughs> Maybe that'll be finally when we put something behind a paywall. That'll be patron only. That's why she invited them. She wanted some normal people there. That's the thing. We're, so there's probably what, like 50 people at this party, maybe more. Do you, do we feel like she's yeah. friends with any of them? Like it's no, a lot of like Glenn's, Glenn's boys, coworkers, and yeah, their, and their spouses. Yeah, 
time when I was telling you to talk about that. <laughs> you must have felt like shit. Julie's jacket kind of sucks, though. Like, what? What are we doing with that little cardigan thing? <laughs> a few drinks and drive home. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, great song. The time has come. Have some fun. Yeah, that one's a banger. I love Lionel Richie. This is a really great, like, pickup line thing that Robbie is doing. Like, really, like, sell out your friend <laughs> to, like, make make your friend look like yeah. an idiot and be like, he was saying all this stuff about <laughs> you. That's a, that's a good one. If you're in trouble. You're going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> so Sandler and Barrymore have very good chemistry. Like that, yeah. that's why they've run it back a few times. They are they're good together, and it's also like Drew Barrymore is very pretty, but compared to like what Adam Sandler usually does with his his on screen mm. his on screen spout, the man just made two movies married to Jennifer Aniston. Like it's it's, <laughs> yeah, it's I was about to say it's normally like Aniston or Kate. Beck yeah, isn't like, there one on, movie? Isn't Adam. one of those movies? Isn't he like dating Brooklyn Decker or something like that? What about Veronica Vaughn? <laughs> oh. Veronica Vaughn, Veronica uh, Virginia Bennett, Julie Bowen from Modern Family. Oh, yeah. Yep. Shout out to Hustle where he's married to Queen Latifah. Yeah, man. Honestly, they're very they good are, together. They are. God, I love that. That movie's so good. Caroline, did you ever watch Hustle? Uh, I don't think I did. You would love it. Hustle is you would so, love it. Good, so good. So fun fact, I have never been to a bar mitzvah. Same. Same. Seems like it'd be a blast. Oh, yeah. Seems like it'd be completely lit. <laughs> I love his voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this, this is, is where so he's good. really cooking. Like, this is where Sandler made his bones. Yeah. He should have gone meta and whipped out the Hanukkah song. <laughs> Do you really? <laughs> Every time it's so good. If you look on the um, and it's funny because uh, Alexis Arquette does look like Boy George, but the um, mm. <laughs> the IMDb the the cast for this kid the the kid who is the kids other kid said he was a loser. It just his character name is Studliest Kid at Bar Mitzvah. <laughs> Amazing. Very good. Incredible stuff. This is the same venue, right? Yeah. It is pretty great that they're yeah. like, we're shooting at one place and one place. I'd like only. to do more than dance with her. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is just chock-a-block full of perverted yes. old men. I mean, that's that's the Sandler, like, that's in the Sandler playbook. You got to have weird old men saying crazy, yeah, old, crazy old guys. Yeah. I love when the kids start, like, straightening their ties, like, oh, yeah, look at me. 
Oh yeah, this I'm Perverted going home old with this man waitress. and crazy old women. Look at the kid in the hat. Oh no. The the kid. Some used to get me out of here, lady. From Caroline, you said full of crazy. You old said women. look at the kid in the hat before my screen had showed the kid in the hat, and I was like, Caroline, that's a yamaka. This is a bar mitzvah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and I realized there's actually a kid in the hat. There's a kid in a fedora. <laughs> A fedora that does not match the rest of his outfit no. at all. He looks like a fucking dictionary salesman from 1960. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kid that should be bullied the kid, here. Not the, the fedora kid is like, eh, it's funny, see, I can't get a date anywhere. <laughs> yeah, no one, dude. He should be best friends with this kid dancing with Drew Barrymore. He's the only thing keeping him from <laughs> getting absolutely shit on by the rest the of the kids. Hand there. sneak. <laughs> These kids aren't going to be bullying this guy when he's the one clearing the clearing the path for him when they're they're running the beer. Just high go with it. Years. <laughs> Sound off in the chat. Who's the Lenny Harris so far in this movie? Who's our pinch hitter? I'm still running with Buscemi I mean, at this point. Listen, you are right. It's, it's Buscemi. Buscemi. But Alexis Arquette, Boy George is, I, I think, a close second. Close for me second. Right now. Carolyn, was that was that you making the trombone sounds? It was. Okay. It was really yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Was like, good enough my... where I was like, is, did the movie just get real loud? <laughs> One of my <laughs> hidden skills, not so hidden skills, I could do a good mouth instrument. That's a fun party <laughs> trick. Or, or horribly annoying to ride with me in the car. Ask my mom. Everybody is palm to cheek in this <laughs> whole. It's so weak. <laughs> Every one of them, dude. Whole, whole bar mitzvah getting frisky. <laughs> what the hell? It's so good. I'm, I'm truly, I'm, I'm legitimately very impressed, Caroline. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, my my best work is definitely done in the trumpet, trombone, saxophone range, but uh, I'm not. I don't shy away from like electric guitar for like you know my guitar gently weeps. <laughs> oh my god, you've got a whole like repertoire oh, planned yes. out in practice. Oh, yes. That's crazy. Ne- next pod, you're breaking something out. Say, <laughs> <laughs> can we pause the movie and just hear it? We'll never get back on track. Can we get her a loop pedal? I guess that's get Caroline in, a instead loop of pedal so she instead can of when I make a uh, a bad dad joke, instead of booing me, you need to play like the like. <laughs> so this is where Robbie and Julia start planning Julia's wedding. She also says, my mom lives 50 miles away. That's like... Oh, no. Not that no. 50 miles. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what, is, what else is your mom doing? Also, didn't your mom literally just take her to work like 30 yeah. minutes ago? <laughs> There's only four Jewish families in this town. This is uh have we have we gotten their met moment yet? Like do I feel like they're both way more I, like the the moment where they both realize that they're into each other. Mm, I feel like the reason the moment he realized he was into her was when she just said please very quiet. 
This uh, this florist lady is the uh, she is the grandma from American Wedding. I don't know if anyone remembers. She's the photographer woman, Kyle. Photographer, excuse me, photographer. Goodness woman. gracious, do you not see the portraits behind her? <laughs> yes, the 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 the, the, the Coles department store special right yeah. behind her. <laughs> <laughs> extra funny yeah really that that joke has gotten even better yeah <laughs> shout out to ivana trump who was fucking buried at mar-a-lago Stop. <laughs> buried. it's either mar-a-lago or like at one of the courses i can't remember <laughs> but it's really funny okay but i actually She's... like that sweater is that weird Ivana Trump was buried at Trump National Golf Club in Bedminster, New Jersey. Oh my god, I forgot about John Lovitz in this movie. So this is this is the the competition for Buscemi. This is the other one scene wonder here. He's he dude, he's going all out. I love it. I am a part oh, of the, the segment of Yeah, that is. That looks really good. That does look cute. I'm part of the population that I think that John Lovitz is the funniest person on the planet. <laughs> Everything he says is hilarious. That's crazy, to me. but like he's really You ever good. seen Rat Race? Mr. Kated Mama. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that I've ever heard this song not sung by John Lovitz. <laughs> now that I think about it. Like this is the version that comes to mind when someone mentions this song. Is that weird? Is this when he sings his song? Will somebody kill me song? <laughs> I want to die. <laughs> I don't know. Lost it. God. That's the douchiest move I've ever seen. The like snap clap into a slap. It's like the... <laughs> I'm so bad. Movies have done a really bad like it it's been really bad, I think, on the the character perception of all wedding singers. Cause like Robbie is a good guy, but you think like you've got Lovitz, you've got the Dan band who are very funny, but you wouldn't think like you wouldn't want the Dan <laughs> band to like date your sister. It's uh we I think movies just think very poorly of wedding singers. Mm. Maybe that's why to answer your earlier question that I just kind of ignored. Uh, I think I'm more DJ than band. I think I am yeah, overall D- too. DJ's the safer option. A great band is yeah. is uh is hard to beat, but you're you're playing with fire there. Yeah. It's like if you're outdoor yeah. venue and a band, you're I mean, you're flipping coins at this point. Yeah. You're just like asking for something to go wrong. We're on uh we're moving on to cough drop number three. So that's fun. <laughs> I'm not sure uh I'm not sure he should play her this song. Why is that? Because it's about wanting to put a bullet in Probably so, yeah. I think that'd be the reason. (laughs) He's a bot, though. Let's be honest. It's really good. (laughs) 
<laughs> Any movie that Sandler can bring his musical chops in is better. Yeah. I love her reaction where she's just like, ah, there it is. Yeah. And see, like, Julia is looking at this like, wow, look at this. This guy is amazing. He's an artist. (laughs) Why is she not being like, uh, this guy needs some help, and I need to not let this broken man plan my wedding? (laughs) To be fair, I think we've we've kind of established Julia's dumb. She's... I think she's just really lonely. <laughs> Poor sweet girl. She's just kind of dumb. Not a yeah, thought she, behind she's those definitely eyes. she's definitely a sweet girl, but uh but I mean Yeah, I don't I don't know. But Man, we need more like diner. We need to bring back diners. Mm-hmm. Caroline, it, the next time okay. you're in the Richmond area in Midlothian, River City Diner, great stuff. River City Diner? Is that what you said? River City Diner in Midlothian. I love diners. I love diners. Because I'm I get the same thing. Because diners. diners are essentially, to me, just breakfast places. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. I'd never get anything else at a diner. Like, that is yeah. just. And I get some sort of, well, I always get scrambled eggs, super scrambled. I don't, runny yolks make me want to cry. Um, Bacon, hash browns, and some sort of bread product, preferably biscuits. That's all I want. Yeah, I need I need a sweet diner I, coffee like, slaps. And the, there's I, something about the mugs at a diner too that oh, yeah. like somehow make it taste so yep. much better, even if it's just like always getting an extra cup of coffee in the oh, diner. Love this song so much. This is a good montage. What I want, you got my Love Hall and Oates in general. Really hope they can figure it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Just stopping him. <laughs> I forgot about this lady. <laughs> this is this lady showing up for the uh, showing up for who the, is she? The and then he does his little like. <laughs> it's very much like the sloppy Joe's lady from Billy Madison, or one of those like random yes. weird weird people who chimes in. Yeah. Why is she there? Why is she at his piano? And honestly, your opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, why? She's far too flirty with him. 
Like I know, like, and I know this is what we want. Like this is like it'll work out, like all this stuff. But like, it's it's an inappropriate relationship yeah. for a married woman. I'm sorry. But this is this is what we needed from the wedding yeah. planner. This is what the wedding planner <laughs> didn't have. Where like her her boyfriend, yes. her, her fiance, fucking sucks. Like he is the worst person, and yes. he has not given yeah. her a lick of attention in ages. This is an incredible. incredible I should, scene. like she's not being like over the top, but I will say like the good thing with like flipped around whatever is is robbie's not a creep you know what i mean yeah, yeah. like he's not trying to make any moves in this situation yeah jason like he's literally doing it to friend. help her and getting her deals and stuff yeah jason in the chat was my favorite line there were cones <laughs> <laughs> i saw hall yeah, and oats in concert you're right but also like a couple years ago it was great really you got oh. them before they broke up yeah well it was like probably now five or six years ago i guess oh my god where's my life going uh i got free tickets for my friend who was working at um with like the with monumental sports and my mom happened to be in town she was working up there for the week and so i called her i was like what are you doing tonight she's like well i was, gonna... I was like nope wrong we're going to see hall and oats <laughs> i mean that sounds like a wonderful show it was any, amazing train, any, like, train open band. for them oh interesting yeah i didn't realize like train was opening for people Cool chick with a hot ass. No. <laughs> I wonder what it's like if your limousine is your your normal day to day vehicle. It's got to be a pain in the ass. the The fucking yeah. purple walls in this house. Are you kidding me? And that kind of hurts my brain. Go Vikings, I guess. <laughs> Not that kind of purple. Yeah, I don't even like. That's like go Barney. There's the big time cough that has been threatening for a while. Oh, good. I My meat <laughs> good news. Church time. This is where, like, Yes, this lines is, were crossed. Yeah, this is where you just can't do this. But again, Glenn mm -hmm. is such a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. Like, this you just is don't care. Also, Christine yeah. Taylor, hundred percent, like meddling and wanting yeah. this to happen. She's a line. Also, a Julia. Line stepper, here's the thing: instigator. Julia is such a pushover. Yeah. Oh. Oh, for sure. I I think she's just dumb. Like, like she literally could be telling girl. her to rob a bank. She's just kind you know, of like, what if? Like this. <laughs> Caroline, what if instead of the diner in Heat where they find Dennis Haysbert, they're at a wedding and they're like, do you recognize her? That's that's Julia. Like she she can drive and they get her to be the getaway driver in the scene in Heat. Oh, God. Oh, that would be such a mess. <laughs> because so because it didn't turn out like a mess already. Yeah, yeah no, it went perfectly the way that it went. I also like that they use the song, the music for the yes, song. Yes, from the, the end. Yes. Yeah. 
because we're gonna talk Aww. about the the song at the end it's is so cute yeah the it's song so at the cute. end is one of my like I honestly think saying I want to grow old with you is one of the most romantic things you can say to somebody. Yeah, the song itself might be one of the, it might be the best song Sandler has ever written. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there's Christine Taylor, who has never seen like a sensual kiss in her life. This this character, I'm not talking about Christine Taylor, I'm sure. (laughs) Her and Ben Stiller's life is She's hanging out with Glenn Glenn Gulia Gulia and Ding Dong Julia. Sorry, that was funny. I know he sucks, but that was funny. Play CDs. How many marriages do we think Glenn had? Because I'm assuming he's dead. Three or four. He's what? He's like he's in his mid thirties and thirty. He probably had a heart attack in like 2008. Hmm. Actually. He definitely de- died a cocaine-related oh, yeah. death. Uh, honestly, like Glenn, Glenn <laughs> might have been DUI. done. In like, yeah. <laughs> oh, he got multiple DUIs. The the consensus, Jason and Tidewater Cage in the chat both said five. <laughs> I think no marriages, but like seven kids. Although the thing with Glenn is, um, don't they indicate that like his job, like he's in junk bonds or something? Like he's in something, there's the, the stock market crash in 88 or whatever. Like I, Glenn probably ends up really fucking bad off. We we really have to stop calling him Glenn because <laughs> it's upsetting me. <laughs> Do you want us to say Gulia a whole yeah. bunch though? The big G, just call him G. <laughs> big G is so bad. This looks no fun. There, there was one guy dancing when the when the camera first shot on the dance floor who was giving it. What's the opposite of giving it your all? Like giving it your least. Like he had his hands, he had like prayer <laughs> hands, and he was like moving them around a little bit, and that's all he was doing. He's like, I'm not getting paid for this. Extra I remember work. this scene: the limp ass French fry. It probably took Christine Taylor's character so long to get that look ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this is it right here. Yeah, Glenn is Glenn is fucked when the stock market crashes. Wait, Jaeger in the chat said, "Wait, is anyone else getting a scene of a meatball lady lifting weights?" What? Some no. someone's out here watching what? an extended version. We are uh, we're in the club with uh, with Robbie on a, a double date. Yeah, and see Julia's staring them down. Julia doesn't want to see Christine Taylor macking on Robbie at all. Jaeger, what? Meatball lady and Robbie having a convo about his I'm penis. Sorry. What are we what? doing, Jaeger? We are uh, what? Man, we're in we're in tough shape there. Limp ass French fry. It's I'll remember it forever, and I don't know why. I will say when when Glenn is uh like we all know the words. I've been that guy before. I maybe haven't said it, but I've been that guy. That fry is definitely terrible. Yeah. No way. Eighties nightclub French fries are any no. good at all. No. 
She'll feel better when she acts. <laughs> so they've known Glenn is. We've known Glenn is generally unlikable. This is where he turns into just the worst person on the planet. Yeah. Julia Gulia. I don't know. Glenn has absolutely never had a conversation of substance with really anybody. Ever. We, we got a sub call. Mr. Gulia in his polo over there. <laughs> Sorry, double G over here. The G money. G money. You know he's called himself G money. Oh yeah, he <laughs> definitely ghouls. loves being called G money. So that that line right there, the plus she was with me before I made my money, so I could trust her. Glenn is Jacqueline. I were talking about this when we were watching it. Glenn is with Julia solely because he can walk all over her. No other reason. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I still think that's funny. This is savvy that Robbie's like baiting him here. He's like, I got to see how shitty this guy is. Yeah. Ew, that look yeah. just made me want to yomp vomit, dude. So gross. Hotter. <laughs> Hotter and younger. Oh, God. This line, she's so preoccupied for the wedding so she can't catch me cheating on her. Good God. Yeah. Glenn is by by like two thousand. Glenn is paying out so much fucking alimony. Uh huh. Yeah. And also lawsuits for like moving his also like money um, around in shady ways. <coughs> AIDS is 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 happening right now. So good luck, Glenn. <laughs> I like that the bar is called Spankies. Love the guy with the like the what is that the like the tiger shirt in the background? Mm. I do wish I could go live a live like a weekend in the eighties. Yes, of course. That Glenn drives a DeLorean-looking car. <laughs> Sunglasses at night, naturally. G Money always wears absolutely driving glasses. <laughs> Shocked that he doesn't have driving gloves too. Probably hasn't gotten behind the wheel of the car dead ass sober in ten years. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. No. Not with this car cocaine. Bombay just hanging out together. The car cocaine cancels out the booze. Oh, Come on. Glenn Gooley and it's Gordon the, Bombay the would be best The beginning of Wolf of Wall Street when he's just describing how all the drugs essentially even himself out, like evens himself out. That's what Glenn's like. like but with Glenn, it's just like... Is this when I tell you I haven't well, seen Well, don't Wolf worry, Caroline. Either. I bought it on Blu-ray. So, uh... Oh, yeah. good. Physical media. <laughs> I'll, I'll put it on Blu-ray yeah, and I'll Kyle's physical media so you guy can now. watch it through FaceTime. It'll be just, it'll be just the same. Perfect. 
quality. I did used to, uh, that was the old trick when I was on deployment and there was a game on that I wanted to watch because this was like pre really all the streaming and everything. And so I would f- Skype my parents and they would turn the laptop to the TV and I would like watch a random Virginia lacrosse game. Did you catch any Commonwealth Cups that way? <laughs> Kyle? I am actually no. wearing my uh, Virginia Tech 2000 Sugar Bowl t-shirt. Which he asked. Well, we're having a bad connection. No, I'll, I'll get ahead of it. They lost. I don't know. Caroline, yeah, I, I think I've okay. told you this, this story, but uh, my parents went to the game. <clears throat> my parents went to the game. My grandma came to stay with me. That was the, the 2000 National Championship game where Florida State won because they had Peter God Warwick and uh, Chris Winkie, who was like a 40-year-old man. And I was I was nine years old. I was crying. I was very distraught. My grandma told me it was just a game. And I yelled at her and said, no, it's not just a game, grandma. And uh, she she had a... Kyle, then you got your mouth no, washed No, she had a stroke so- shortly thereafter. And that's really the last memory I have with her. <gasps> Kyle, But here's no! the thing. Virginia Tech hasn't gotten Kyle, back to a national championship game. So I was right. It was not just a game. No, no. It, was, it was it was it was long enough after where it wasn't my fault. <laughs> Damn. No, I mean that they haven't gone back. No, there's there's a grandma. lot of other reasons why oh. they haven't gone back that aren't my fault. <laughs> Are you sure? Because it sounded a whole lot like a no, definitely not that. No, 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 no. <laughs> Solely sports related. I would never. God, remember that time you gave your grandma listen. Not my finest, but like, God, don't that's... don't tell don't tell me it's just a game. <laughs> Because that, that one stung. one stung a lot. <laughs> I was going to say, she's putting in a lot of work. To like She's got the multiple wristbands, the headband, all for cooking some breakfast. So Julia being in last night's clothes at her own house... That's the first thing I want to do is get out of my hangover clothes. Oh, yeah. I don't. Mm-hmm. And you know, Glenn is just like, sorry, all of my closet space is actually yes. occupied by my <laughs> All my white suits jackets. with fucking perfume and cocaine residue all over them. This is the thing with Julia, though. Like, really doesn't think much of Glenn. Really, what did he say? Like, she's not saying, like, wow, Glenn's a great guy. I don't know what Robbie's seeing. She's like, oh. Yeah, that may... <laughs> yeah, she's like, like oh, Glenn's yeah. A jerk off he, and she he's kind of a dick. A little bit. <laughs> you know, that tracks. Great question. Good question. She's too hungover for that conversation. Okay, she said, I'm wait, marrying him because I out? love when things arrive. Right. Oh, uh, Tidewater Cajun. Yes, I have. I got a little sneak peek. It's very good. Caroline, would you rather have a, ha- a hungover conversation about why you are marrying a massive dickhead, or would you rather have to save the city of Los Angeles? hung over on a bus 
that you have to keep above <laughs> 55 miles an hour. Uh, conversation about why you're marrying an asshole. Probably so. <laughs> I think. But I needed to ask the question. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so did we figure out how Jaeger was watching a weightlifting scene? Did we... I try not to ask too much about what <laughs> you figure you're that out. Oh, here's another one scene wonder and Kevin Nealon right here. Look at his hair. It is. Yeah, Kevin Nealon. Yeah, I don't like the non-perm version of it's this hair. So Kevin Nealon, uh, both this and Happy Gilmore and then Mr. Subliminal on SNL. Perfect. Also, another great uh, Grandma's Boy cameo, Kevin Nealon. He's like the guy they're like mm. drinking like the grass shots. Or whatever it is. <laughs> you just give me some business cards with my name on them. <laughs> it's honestly a great deal. Business cards cost like a nickel, dude. Get at it. That Jason with the Hans and Franz. Gift. Money. <laughs> Robbie's sister's house is beautiful. Like that porch is incredible. They don't do that anymore. It's great. Also, that all that landscaping. See, when she styles the hair better, like right now, it's, that angle's not great, but it's not an unsavable yeah, hairdo like, on her. Yeah. The middle part just does. Yeah, the not middle work. part's tough. So don't let the don't let the Gen Zers bully y'all out there. I will you take my side part <laughs> I've heard out about of my that. cold dead heard. hands. Because I tried to center part <laughs> when I was a kid, my mom was like, It's just not always a good look for every face shape. <laughs> she was right. Didn't want to hear it for a while. <laughs> Living a material world and I am a material girl or boy. Immediately oh, yeah. regretted that. Oh yeah. Very perfectly thrown. Drew Barrymore does sad really well. You just you just want to give her a hug. <laughs> I am an asshole. I know, it's such a choice. good choice. <laughs> do, 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 do. Excellent music in this movie. He doesn't even like really know how to do the drinking, so he doesn't drink that much. I've never been to a bar in this scenario where it's like four lonely guys closing things down and just this random watering hole. On probably on closing things down. <laughs> probably I think this is like night. two p.m. <laughs> no, it's it's dark outside. <laughs> I think. Is it? I feel like this is just one of those bars where the entrance is in an alley. <laughs> it just looks dark. There's always a cat right outside of it. Going, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's see, he gets it. 
rip your heart out of your ass. <laughs> that old man was in something else. You need a <laughs> prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, the guy who plays Glenn hasn't, like, aged terribly. No. No, he hasn't. I'm I'm gonna say something controversial. He's not bad no. looking. I mean, he's not, yeah. Yeah. He's got the dimples working for him, I'll tell you what. Oh, man. R.I.P. to this old man. Died in, died in 2003. Sad. Mm-hmm. 2003? 1998. When did this movie come out? Yeah. They're like, 2007. Uh. <laughs> 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 Man, so this, looking at the filmography of this old guy in the bar. So, in, uh, in 2002, in the fourth tenor, he played bum number one. In The Wedding Singer, he played Old Man in Bar. In Neat Wally Sparks, he played Bum. <laughs> in, uh, in Who's That Girl, he played Street Bum number one. In The Boys Next Door, he played Bum. In The Sure Thing, he played Bus Station Bum. And in Escape from New York, he played Bum. <laughs> this guy shows up to auditions like, here's my bum reel, I'm perfect for this role. His third role in 1973 was in a movie called Perpetual Motion Machine, where he just played man. Played man. <laughs> also, I love that the thriller jacket is just Sammy's going out. The 80s were point. such a fucking vibe. Like, I feel like I would have thrived in the 80s, or I would have died in, like, 82. <laughs> but... I have yeah, seen yeah, your pop collar up, thriller jacket, up the, so it does office. make sense to me. <laughs> Like, honestly, getting hot tub time machine is my dream. Just, like, falling in and suddenly I'm at a ski resort in 1985. <laughs> Just sign me up. Hot tub time machine is fucking incredible, by the way. Love it. Truly love that movie. Great Cusack. Great Rob Cordroy. Carolyn, what's with all the sequins on her mom's sweater? Like all these little button things? What is the purpose? Um, the only thing I can think is I mean, clearly, things. yeah. <laughs> and this it's is like her sex. casual wear. She's at her house and she's got these earrings that look like yeah. a bowl of fruit and this ca- this sweater covered in sequins. I know, they're hilarious. <laughs> This is it's called style. This is again. They're, Look it they're, up. They're using what Drew Barrymore does best. <laughs> Read a book, cry. dude. She very, very good as a distressed cry. Yeah. Those aren't sequins. Yeah. They're like metal marbles. She's also a terrible mother. Marry like, Glenn. Marry this guy. <laughs> yeah, marry the asshole because he oh, has money. Dress. Sweater dress. Ooh, the gloves. I'm very uh Yeah, I don't I don't like it. I think. 
like a fashion just, glove just in general like as a concept yeah, so like oh. even the ones like when people wear like elbow gloves i just think they look weird it's, there's no like mm-hmm. it's like unless it's really cold out no gloves yeah yeah julia my dude you're just now realizing this you're just not realizing Julia she's been Julia engaged for two stupid. years and just thought about that <laughs> I'll, she's been engaged for two years also they just had an engagement party this couple is really going places <laughs> this is a devastating scene it is this is a really good rom-com. Like, this is very well-structured. It's paced well. You believe in this couple, even though their financial future is very much in question. We can pay rent so, for happiness. This, here's the thing. We should we can talk about this now. Feelings. Obviously, spoiler alert, if you've never seen The Wedding Singer before, they get together at the end of this. Robbie lives at his sister's house. What? Julia lives with her mom. Dude! Julia is a part-time waitress. Robbie is a half-employed wedding singer. Unless that song takes off, they're in trouble. Yeah, but it's... But also, it's the 80s. That's they could true. Form a, That's they true. could afford a 3-2 right Give Robbie an 8-5 to five union job, and they've got a, a four-bedroom house stat. Man, fun economy we used to have. Thanks, Reagan. It's actually going down the shitter at this time, or, or heading that way. Man, the old uh, the old booze in a brown paper bag. I'll finish up in the alley. You guys Classic. coming? Old man's so stoked. I mean, I don't got to pay for it. One of my college baseball teammates is destined to end up like that old man, especially with the don't, especially with the I don't have to pay for it line. I understand that Glenn is a serial cheater, but this isn't a very big town. This is a, it's just as blatant as it gets. Mm-hmm. Sandler loves putting a bit in a movie where he gets his ass beat. Oh, God. The popped yellow polo collar. Classic Gulia. Classic Big oh. G. <laughs> oh, man. G Money loves a pop oh, collar. Used to be much stronger. I think one of the guys behind Glenn has double pop collars. <laughs> yeah, he does. Oh, yep. well, it's like the yep. collar Man. with the button down. <laughs> Sounds, like- <laughs> Sounds like a country song. <laughs> Man, Linda's sitting right there like she is ready to wreck this man's life. Kiss my grits. Damn it, Linda. Could you just not? 
I mean, we we can see why Robbie was into Linda. Like, why Robbie well, was Robbie into was Linda. What? Like we can we can see we can see a couple reasons why <laughs> this might have been a relationship that he thought was the real deal. And none of those relationships, none of those reasons had anything to do with any of the conversations that they had with each other. Okay, what is this outfit she's wearing? Like the socks with the the white socks with the shoes and She's really stoked to be a grandmother. Have y'all seen that girl on TikTok who like got styled mom styled her with like the golden girl's hair? So funny. Yes. Yes. She did she used the Dyson Air wrap on the like toddler. And always plays the, thank you for being a friend. It's amazing. <laughs> you can see why Julia would, uh, would, would think that, uh, that, that Robbie had gone back to Linda. Cause she's, she's looking very much yes. like someone who, who had sex with a wedding singer the night before. Yeah. And calls herself the fiance. To be fair though. She- to be fair, yeah, though, I mean that, that was. I think that's just generally the style of the, of that kind of lady in the eighties. Of you just like <laughs> they style <laughs> their hair to look like they had just had sex. <laughs> that yeah. giant pendant necklace is killing me. She wears it with every outfit. Unless you're the future Julia Gulia, and then you have a very combed down mid middle part. Robbie's hangover has to be all like top five all time bad because he's a guy who doesn't drink a lot and got punched in the face. Yeah, I was gonna say passed he got out punched in his right lawn. In face. He's he's down so bad. The breathy singing of <laughs> yeah, we go goes so weird. Go. <laughs> it's really bad. Isn't that? Like the hair that um, that does look very much like that. Caroline, who did you? What did you confuse Labyrinth for when we were doing the Princess Bride pod? Who did you confuse (laughs) David Bowie with? Sting. (laughs) I think so. Was it? Sounds right. (laughs) Man, that was a great moment. Up there with Wangro. So, f- folks, for anyone who listened to the Heat episode and the Wangro incident is what I'm calling it now. I was uh, I was watching Wangro, which which I bought as a comedian on Blu-ray. I was watching in my office the other morning, and I read my movies. I have subtitles on all the time. And if Caroline would have had subtitles on right when Wangro is introduced, he says, "Hey, I'm Wangro." Spells it out, one name and everything. Would have would have saved. God, Glenn Glenn's fucking leopard underwear cheeks out <laughs> i'm so i wonder if that mirror like folds down so you can do the cocaine in it's bed, convenience or if that's like convenience right there <laughs> you gonna make me breakfast in bed is his first reaction she's also been up for like two hours she got herself ready she pre- she decided to Abandoned this prospective marriage to go tell Robbie she loved him. She came back. She had to deal with some disappointment. He slept with gum He's in his mouth. He's got to get the taste of oh, so cocaine and hooker spit out of his mouth. 
prostitute. <laughs> You'd eat a prostitute. Oh, I'm sorry, but this is so cute. Oh, the tailored oh. shirt would have done Robbie a lot of good. Yeah, it mm. worked too. Or maybe even just an iron would be fine. Or another <laughs> decade. It does. Hair it looks does good, look good. So Jeff in the chat pointed out not a fan of breakfast in bed. I am also not a fan of breakfast in bed. I think I No. Yeah, no way. Yeah. It's too precarious. You tell me Julia showed up to the private lesson. She's got to go to Vegas to get married. The actual thing. You kidding me? Yeah. Spelling. I love that. I know. I'll go get the car. That rules. <laughs> There's Wayne Grove in the chat. I got a couple moves I can make. <laughs> What is Christine Taylor doing there? Is she there to see Robbie? Yeah, she's here to tell Robbie to go get Julia because Glenn is an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of crushed it. That jacket fits her <laughs> it's really tough. So badly. It's like a really bad Jackie O jacket. The fucking like felt on his dashboard. <laughs> and like he smokes <laughs> all the time. Yeah. It smells terrible. <laughs> that thing smells so bad, dude. The only person who took longer to get their hair together than Christine Taylor is this guy. (laughs) I can see you do. So do uh, do Alan Covert and Christine Taylor, do they wait? Like, what do they do? They're, they clearly just hit it off. He's got a full stretch limo in the parking lot. Like, they're not going to get an update from Adam Saylor in a while. There's no phones <laughs> oh, yeah. on the plane. Gotta think. Gotta think yeah, they're, they're just deciding. They're banging it out in the, in the airport parking lot for sure. Without Look at the space. She says something like, I've always wanted to hook up in a limo. Look at the space between their seats. The regular, like, coach seats. Look at how much space is between them. Are you fucking kidding me? We used to live in a civilized country. (laughs) 
take us back. <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm currently listening to an audiobook. Uh, I think it's called "Why Flying Sucks." No, no, no. Why flying like right sucks and how, and how we can fix oh. it. I think is the <laughs> I think is the title. And uh, man, we have made some some huge miscues in regulating the airline industry. Excuse me. How why flying is miserable and how to fix it. Highly recommend. Uh, but yeah, we used to live in a civilized nation. How much do you think they had to pay Billy Idol for this for this cameo? I think Billy Idol probably needed the money. I don't even think it was his favor. Like Billy, we have you can what you can like (laughs) hang out at like food and like catering all day, and then we'll we'll give you a couple thousand dollars, and he's like sold. (laughs) I love this. Is like (laughs) the biggest asshole move by him, where he's like. Holy shit. This like, movie grossed $123 million on an $18 million budget. My God. Damn. Oh, Billy Idol's son convinced him to make this cameo in this movie. How about that? I feel bad for, <laughs> for shitting on Billy Idol. Maybe he doesn't need the money. <laughs> this is such a good mechanism to get them together. This is it's one of my favorite endings of a rom com. So ever. good. Yeah. See, Billy Idol gets it. I don't get why she doesn't. <laughs> I love that they come like that the flight attendant would come in and be like, Listen up, first class, you won't believe this. Like it's <laughs> they're just they're just like honestly, this first class, yeah, kind of great. Like the pretty yeah. chill vibes. Do we think Billy Idol fucked everything. that lady who asked what the Mile High Club is? <laughs> <laughs> I do now. Hey. <laughs> it's just, I really, yeah, truly this part is amazing. Love this movie. Also, Billy Idol, 10 years younger on the cover of that Rolling Stone. Yeah. Oh, no, never mind. Billy Idol was too busy definitely having sex with this with this uh, flight attendant. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and since they let first class do pretty much whatever they want. I love mm-hmm. the moment when she realizes it's him. Just a, generally a beautiful <laughs> moment. Beautiful song. Jeff in the chat saying, Billy Idol came to a concert in Birmingham when I was in middle school. Good show, actually. You could never do this now for a lot of reasons, one of which is she would have AirPods in. <laughs> she would her her movie on the American <laughs> TV would be paused and she'd be fucking annoyed about whatever the captain's saying. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's got Bose yeah, noise canceling headphones on for sure. <laughs> she, she's forty five minutes into Top Gun Maverick at this point. She's what's this freak doing here? <laughs> Glenn was asleep because he had took opium before the flight. 
like how there's seven seats in the middle. This is the coolest flight crew of all time. Glenn really rolls with the punches that Billy Idol is in front of him too. He's just like, oh yeah, Billy Idol, I can buy, I can buy that. Right? <laughs> Don't you talk to <laughs> Billy Idol that way? Too much, too much. Yeah, actually, Jaeger, hundred percent. Glenn oh, would have sure. sat by himself in first class. See, Glenn isn't yeah. sitting. Glenn isn't sitting in first Sorry, class babe, because I'm a, he I'm didn't a member, want to pay for so. both of them. Yeah. Uh-huh. The funniest thing? They do getting together really well. Like, you <laughs> Sorry, buy this. The funniest thing? Yeah. Not a fucking chance Billy Idol remembers oh, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> if they had panned to everyone clapping and the pilots were in there, that would have been the funniest thing. There's not a chance that Billy Idol remembers <laughs> to tell the record company guys about, about Robbie. No. He's going to land and be like, did, did I talk to someone also, on this Also, it's plane? funny. Statistically speaking, like that plane is headed to Vegas. Someone on that plane in the next few days would make uh, make some decisions that would cost them their job and their family. Is it ordained? <laughs> Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Look at his hair. <laughs> Why is he the funniest possible I love Buscemi so much. <laughs> if hiring a band, but Buscemi is the lead singer, would have been an option when I got married, would have absolutely done it. It's a really good movie. What a good movie. A really good movie. It's, it's really honestly good. like yeah. I I forgot how solid that is. The this was in that stretch of like just yeah. really good Sandler comedies, and this is the one that's like mm-hmm. the sweetest. Like I think that it's a legitimately sweet rom com. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I love I'm a it. huge it's huge all, fan of. Ugh. Yeah, excellent choice by the yeah. patrons. Good choice, um, patrons. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. his well, like. I mean, he's. He's worked so much, but like this run that really starts with Billy Madison '95, Happy Gilmore '96, Wedding Singer '98, Waterboy '98, Big Daddy '99, Little Nicky is hit or miss for some people. Uh, yeah. Deeds in 2002. I mean, he's Sandler's just cooking. Fifty First Dates in 2004 gets back with Barrymore. I mean, he's got more money than God. I actually, I don't know if this is controversial or not because of the premise, and I I think it's gotten some feedback or like some blowback for Fifty First Dates, but there are parts oh, of Fifty First Dates that are very sweet. Oh yeah, like, that movie is like beautiful. Yeah, at I think it's good. It, I cry at the end every single time. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's Fifty First Dates. You just have to like not. Think about the reality of when Drew Barrymore would wake up like seven months pregnant and be like, what the fuck just happened? Um, yeah, I think that's more like there's some problematic issues. Or you know, It is Sean Astin. Like, Astin. In the middle the of Lord of the Rings coming out, Sean Astin is also <laughs> playing the brother in 51st States. Yeah. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. He's always wearing that like mesh tank top. 
Yeah. Why is it such a So that movie came out in 2004 and Return of the King came out in 2003. So that's what the next thing that people saw Sean Astin in. (laughs) Incredible work. (laughs) He said, "Holy shit! I need a break." He's like, do an Adam Sandler movie in Hawaii. Just, just great stuff. That, that's the way to make people forget about Samwise Gamgee. <laughs> um, yeah, the ending to that movie is beautiful. Uh, Caroline, is there? What, what would Keith Morrison think about Big Dad? Or uh, think about the Wedding Singer? Yeah, I was just thinking about this. Um, so. <clears throat> Julia thought her troubles were over when she ditched Glenn Gulia on a plane for the love of her life, Robbie. But things only went downhill as mysterious packages started arriving at the house, including random CDs with messages in them. What could it be? Yeah, you <laughs> went tough. sequel. Hard, you you went <laughs> like, you went, oh, oh interesting. Yeah, I got, because I don't... <laughs> <laughs> that he has like a new rampage afterwards i'm too t- i'm i would if i were on more uh day quill right now i think that could have been way better but come i'm on the edge of my seat right <laughs> is it billy idol or is it glenn Gulia sitting there? Right <laughs> how does how does billy who's lost more money in 1990 <laughs> glenn or billy idol <laughs> how does billy idol come into play would things turn dark before they got better? What happened to that old man at the bar? Could be a, a VH1 <laughs> making the band, but it's it's Robbie's wedding band, and like the the new edition of Buscemi <laughs> is causing people to butt heads. <laughs> that would be so funny. Or go there. Oh, look, he's got big ideas. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Or it's one of the like, um. It's all, it's one of the like the couple he married that the dad was mad. Like they should have known when the oh, yeah. wedding singer went off the rails, their marriage would be a disaster. Let's uh let's rip off some quick categories and then go to bed. Who's the uh, Peter Gallagher hottest person in this movie? Christine Taylor, absolutely. Christine Taylor. Christine Taylor. Uh, best time, worst time. I don't, I don't think it's close. Best time is the kid who got a handful of Drew Barrymore's ass. <laughs> Probably. He's having he a great time. He did have a time. good time. Um, I don't think Christine I don't Taylor think so either. has a bad time ever. I think she's having a pretty good time. Yeah. I think she had I, a pretty good time. I don't think Glenn is actually sweating um, losing this marriage that much. I think he's like embarrassed for a little bit, and then he's just like, ah, fuck her. No. Yeah. I think I think maybe worst time is the dad yeah. who dropped a shitload of money on a depressed <laughs> wedding singer. The, I'm sorry. Had to kick the his ass. most underrated line in this movie, I think, is Drew Barrymore being like, "There's still a couple cops interviewing the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sorry. Um, worst time. Um, Alexis Arquette gets booed every time they sing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whoever works at the club that uh, <laughs> that's Julia tough. Yacked in, have to clean it up after. <laughs> Could not have been a fun night. Uh, who would you replace Airbud with? Oh, I'm sorry. Making him a cigarette smoking limo driver would be the best. 
so funny. Yeah. Uh, or John Lovitz, maybe. <laughs> no, no. Air, Air Bud is Buscemi. Giving that speech in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Air Bud is Billy Idol. I don't want to hurt you, Air Bud. <laughs> It's or it's the, the flight that comes in is like this creep. <laughs> it, no, like, it's it's the Billy Idol super fan. Airbud stands up and he's wearing a Billy Idol t shirt and he just mauls Glenn's face. Oh man! Airbud is the meatball lady. Oh man! All right. Well, um. Thanks to both of you for for tuning into the live watch. Thanks to everyone who who joined us, listened in to uh, to talk the wedding singer. Me and Caroline are going to be back with a special guest next week to uh, you know to to extend rom com month out uh, out a week. Danny, where can the folks follow you? Uh, just follow the show. Follow at Rankings Pod on Twitter. Or not Twitter, sorry, Instagram, and occasionally TikTok. Wow, so you're not going to do four TikToks and then never again, like some other podcast I know, like this one? (laughs) Listen, listen, they might. I'm not, I have nothing to do with the TikTok. That's entirely Ty and Ellen. Caroline, what's going on at For the Water? So probably, yes. Um, when we, we got a fun guest this week. Oh no, I'm woefully unprepared for tomorrow. Um, we uh by the time you listen to this the episode will be out and we will be chatting oh with yeah one and only alex kirshner oh uh, oh i alex love severance. severance did you watch severance have we oh, talked about this Whoa. i have seen it it's just been a while i was gonna try and re review some of it which i can do i can do in the more i can substitute severance for I, my 24 i can't well i'll watching. expect some text on that then um, i really like severance <laughs> apple is just the programming on apple is unreal. oh it's like, excellent they're putting their best foot forward masters so of the air good. has been so good yeah loki very good. yeah i also i also love every week i've got a few like a group of friends that are like fridays they watch masters of the air and i automatically get like a series of texts that are like oh my god this and that Mm. and then i accidentally not accidentally i on purpose interacted with an austin butler tweet like two days ago um (laughs) and it was from like a fan account type thing normally i just ignore those or i'll like look at them be like oh it's so funny but it was something that was extra funny or whatever and i retweeted it and now my timeline is like aggressively Austin Butler stan accounts and I'm not that mad at it. <laughs> like, it's just brought this level of charisma to my like Twitter feed that was previously unprecedented. Um, but yeah, so we've got the podcast will be out by the time you guys listen. So go check that out. Um, and uh, yeah, in March we'll have a ton of speaking of Dune, speaking of Austin Butler, I'm going to go see Dune. Uh, opposite uh, looks for him and Dune and Masters um, of the Air. <laughs> yes, and Mas- yeah, Master there, and <laughs> oh, next coming up is bike have riders. Have I seen the stills, seen the stills from, bike from bike riders? riders. <laughs> have you seen? 
Holy, <laughs> he looks handsome in those. So oh, I guess I'm so gonna have to go see a bike oh, riding. I'm sure movie. you who watched um, all the Sons of Anarchy will have such a bad time seeing a bike riding movie with Tom Hardy. <laughs> I told and... you, I've told you this story. <laughs> I had to stop watching Sons of Anarchy because I had so many dr- vivid dreams that I was in the motorcycle gang or that I was Jax Teller's old lady. <laughs> Like, I had to tap out. I was like, I can't. This is too, it's too much. It's gone too far. <laughs> um, so yeah, it'll, I'll force myself to watch it, I guess. Whatever. Um, but yeah, and then, uh, yeah, so we'll have a bunch of Dune content and, um, you know, more along the lines of that for March. March will be a big month. We've got Oscar stuff. we got all sorts of things. So head on over to For the Win. Well, I'm excited uh, for that. Uh, thanks to you both. Uh, we'll be back on Big Screen Sports next week with a normal episode. Again, extending Rom-Com Month out uh an extra week with a movie that uh caroline i'm now looking now that it looks like we have to watch tomorrow uh based on so that that'll be yeah that'll be interesting um okay well i might get to that right now so uh thanks everyone for coming out and we'll catch you next week thanks for listening everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.